Any questions tonight? Yes. I've encountered this part a couple of times. I'm not quite full sense of It's in the section where he's talking about the tree uh, of devotional service and he's describing the Krish Pandit who used to dance for. 72 hours. Um, he describes this interaction. Sri um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu personally sang while Vakreshwar Pandit danced. And thus Vakreshwar Pandit fell at the lotus feet of the Lord and spoke as follows O Chandramukha, please give me 10,000 Gandharvas. Let them sing as I dance, and then I will be greatly happy. Lord Chaitanya replied, I have only one wing, like you. But if I had another, certainly I would fly in the sky. Well, oh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is simply glorifying him that um, for the two of you I could fly. That's says pretty much for one. <laughs> right? But I, I don't, therefore, I'm still on the ground here. It's just a way of glorifying him, praising him. Mm. When he says I have only one wing, like you. Yeah, oh, he's comparing so he's him to a wing, oh, okay. like a bird. Okay. He's saying, I'm like a bird, and you're like one, one wing. If I had another wing, I could fly. Mm. So. He's so he's making making much of of one wing, comparing himself to a bird. Bhakrishwar Pandit ki jai. He was a important associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. What else? Yes. I have another question related to the Tamil I was. I'm wondering why Krishna does Kaviraj when he presents Mahaprabhu, he speaks about Radha and Krishna and Nina. But when he presents, in the first chapter, and when he presents uh, Nityananda, he, he talks more generically, like about he's the god of the universe. He doesn't say much about Mahaprabhu. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things that uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj is doing in uh, 
that section of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, the preface, the Mangalacharan, um, he has uh, five verses appear to be of his own composition, glorifying Nityananda Prabhu. And as we've been discussing, um, here and there it seems to come up. It, it came up in the uh, in the Dhanakasura Leela, uh, Krishna's eulogy of, of Balaram, and pointing out to everyone the uh, significance, the ontological position of Balaram as being equal with his ontological position. That is to say that Balaram is not an avatar of Mahavishnu or Narayan uh, any more than Krishna is. Uh, indeed, uh, Krishna expands in Braj as Balaram for pastimes, and um, then the two expand into Mathura and Dwarka, and from there they expand into Vaikuntha and so forth. So, uh, to put it another way, as we have um, in some of these discussions, uh, the Krishna avatar, so to speak, he's avatari, means the source of avatars, but still he appears as an avatar. He is the Krishna Balaram avatar. They come together, right? So, uh, we've been discussing that. Uh, your husband brought up uh, the, or no, it was uh, Gaur Sundar, excuse me, brought up the uh, the uh, instance in which Balaram chastised the, the Jamuna and so forth. Another way of pointing out his, and showed his Aishwarya, pointing out his position. Um, and uh, we haven't got, gotten to this section either, but, well, uh, then to go to Gaurlil, I should say. Uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also repeatedly made a, an effort to point out to his devotees the importance of Nityananda Prabhu because he was unorthodox and difficult to understand, unorthodox in his behavior. And with regard to Balaram, then there are different sampradayas um, that uh, look at him as an expansion of Anantasesh or as a jiva. Uh, and so forth. So from the Gaudiya Vaishnav point of view, um, as it is important and essential to point out Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam, the Krishna is the source of all, um, uh, f- uh, f- forms of the Godhead, it's also important hmm, to point out the position of Balaram and by extension, Nityananda Prabhu, because it's the, the position that he holds is something that, uh, from our point of view, is understood uh, best through the Gaudiya lens of the Bhagavatam. And the Gaudiya, of course, that, that's their main book, the Bhagavatam, right? That's the hub around which all the other texts uh, orbit and are understood in, 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 in context in relation to. Um, and then uh, there, there's a specific focus on Balaram also as the friend of Krishna, hmm? as we've said, rather than with his own gopi. So that's only pointed out for the purpose, like in the beginning of Chaitanya Bhagwat, Vrindavan Das, who says, I wrote the book on the order of Nityananda Prabhu, who's the Antaryami in my heart. Hmm? He told me to write this book. At the beginning, there are several, several, a number, I should say, of verses about uh, Balaram 
Nityananda Prabhu. Balaram has his own rasa dance. The only reason he's saying that is because people think, well, Krishna had a rasa dance. Okay, he's 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 God, but but, but Balaram didn't. Yeah. Not that that's our focus. We're not trying to enter the rasa dance with Balaram, right? We want to be the friend of, of Balaram. But but at any rate, it's an important Gaudiya. Um, um, aspect of tattva that uh, you, you won't find in other lineages. So it's, in, it's important to, and, and repeatedly, therefore, it, it, it comes up. As I say, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, on a number, number, number of occasions, pointed out the, the position of Vityananda to his own um, associates. And then the principal biographers. Um, Vrindavan Das and Krishna Das, Krishna Das deferring as he does repeatedly, excuse me, to Vrindavan Das. Vrindavan Das is focused on the Navadvip Leela primarily, and um, Krishna Das focused on the Madhya Leela <coughs> as the way to ultimately enter into the Navadvip Leela, which is our ideal. But he, both of them, um, I just mentioned uh, Vrindavan Das, who's a who's, a, who's, a, who's in Sakiras and a follower of Balaram, but uh, Krishna Das also. Um, uh, he's uh, was blessed by Nityananda Prabhu to go to Vrindavan, and there he was was uh, chosen to write the the, uh, the Chaitanya Charitamrita, and so um, I mean he started the Sampradaya also. Nityananda Prabhu and his associates, before anybody else was initiating, they were initiating and, and uh, glorifying Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and so forth. So, um, uh, Nityananda Prabhu, very important person. And this is then uh, also the spirit of Krishnadas in uh, composing those five Mongol verses about Nityananda Prabhu that are full of Aishvarya. I guess that's to your question, uh, because the, the within the Mongol verses about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there is, there is some Aishvarya. Hmm? Um, he writes... Yadadvaita Brahmapanashari Tarapya Atmantarayami Purusha Itichosham Shapi Baba Sadaishvarya Purna Saiha Bhagavansa Sayam Mayonda Chaitanya Krishna Jagati Paratatvam Paramiha. So this is full of Aishvarya. He's saying that which the Upanishads speak about as the Brahman hmm, is but his effulgence. That which uh, is, is the Purusha. Purusha means Mahavishnu, Garbhadakshya Vishnu, Shiradakshya Vishnu, the Paramatma, the over overlord in three forms of the world, hmm? is, is, is his Vaibhav, his, his, his expansion. Um, uh, Krishna, who is Sadaishvarya Purna, Purna full with all six opulences, he is that same, self same Krishna, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? So uh, he's saying, Krishna, Swayam Bhagavan, and so on and so forth. So this is a very powerful 
ontological uh, verse describing the ontological position of of, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But then he goes on with the second uh, namaskar verse. That's a namaskar verse in his Mongol charn. Vandeshi Krishna Chaitanya and there he puts them to together to Chaitanya Nityananda describing them. They're, they're the, the, this this Mongol verse is the, the verse in which he identifies the deities of his book, Gore and Nityananda both, hmm? and talks about their benediction to the world. And then he gives his Ashirvad verse, another aspect of the um, Mongol Acharan, which is a blessing to the readers. Hmm? Um, how's it start? This is also uh, a verse found in his Lalita Madhava, hmm, which identifies the, the deity of his, of his drama. Hmm, that uh, he recited that verse at the request of Brahmananda Roy, in Puri, in the presence of Mahaprabhu, Rupa Goswami did, yeah, with some shyness, and then Mahaprabhu heard the verse, and it was about him, and he covered his ears, so what are you talking about? The other devotees, of course, were very pleased. It's this verse about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's benediction to the world, right? Ujvala rasa. Hmm? Giving una, not ujvala, but una to ujvala rasa, a special kind of ujvala Madhuri Rasa, that's called Babulas or uh, Radhadasyam, Manjari Bhava, uh, in particular. Um, he is pursuing the Radha's love, as he'll go on to say, and um, stepping into Radha's shoes and Bhava and, and so forth. Uh, so the jivas cannot do that, but they can come close to that by becoming handmaid of Radha, right? So this is the primary kind of uh, uh, bhava of, of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Nityananda Prabhu is in a supporting role, and, he, and he's supporting that, but he has the Sakya bhava, so it, it does affect persons, and we find that current also. But at any rate, then he, then he gives verses that are um, more... Like what you're speaking about, right? Describes Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Radha Krishna Pranaya Vikatiladini Shakti Rasmad. Describing the inner and outer reasons for his appearance and um, and so forth. They're very sweet and these these very very extraordinary theological questions that God is asking about himself in kind of an existential crisis of what is it that makes me you know, mad for her? What is it in me? And so on. It's very uh, extraordinary. It's a trans-psychological, you know, window into the mind of the uh, the avatari of the of the Godhead, hmm. and um, and you know, built into that is, of course, is the solution that he comes up with to descend in Kali Yuga as a sannyasi and so on and so forth. But the verses of Nityananda Prabhu, comparatively, yes, they are all about his ontological position. Hmm? He's non different than Balaram and and Sankarshana Karnato Ishai Garbodishai Chapayodishai Sesha Seyasyamsa Kalasanitya Nandakya Rama Sharanam was too. So this is one verse that encapsulates 
that which he speaks unpacks in four other verses. So, Nityananda Prabhu is that self-same Balaram. He is the uh, the the Mool Sankarshan, the uh, Maha Sankarshan. He is the uh, and the Purushas all expand from him, and Anantasesh as well. So this is like saying, you know, he's big. <laughs> he's big, ontologically very big person. That's all, all the verses full of Aishvarya, right? And that's your question. So they're not verses that speak about his leela or the sweetness of... Uh, uh, but uh, rather his majesty. Mm-hmm. But this is for the purpose that I mentioned, that at the onset he wants to make it clear what is the ontological position of the Tanakhpur because it's misunderstood hmm? often. So they're very, very powerful um, uh, verses. Um, that said, in the book itself, of course, there are many sweet pastimes that are described between Nityanandapu and, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And, and his own confession comes in, in the book as well as to how he, how he came to write the book and was uh, how Nityanandapu came to him with his, with his Gopals and in the dream and mystic dream and told him to go to Vrindavan and, and so forth. And he feels this is, this, this is, he's very shy to speak about this. He's very embarrassed to speak about it. But he feels if he doesn't, then he won't do justice to the wisdom mercy of, of Nityanandapu. So he tells the story. He says it's more secret than the Vedas. It should be kept confidential these kind of epiphanies and so forth, that you can't share them with everybody who will believe you anyway. Hmm. So, um, but he does, as, as his advice, for, out of his grace, to st- st- explain the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu. So, you know, when it comes to, th- this is just a couple of chapters in where he talks about, maybe a ninth chapter, Lila, where he speaks about how he came to write the book. No, I'm sorry, fifth chapter. It's in the after, after those Mongol verses, right? And in the context of explaining his Mongol verses, um, I should say, actually, after he has explained them, then he segues into this in that same chapter. He tells us something very sweet about Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? Uh, I was living in my brother's house, and they were performing Sankirtan, and the, and the Brahmin was worshipping the deity, and... Miniketan Ramdas came. Hmm. Miniketan Ramdas came to the house, and he was like another Nityananda, practically. Hmm. Um, I think uh, Kavi Karnapur describes him as a incarnation of Mulsankarshan, something like that. So another way of saying another another Nityananda Prabhu, and he was, he was his bhava was so extraordinary that it couldn't be couldn't be contained. Hmm? It would come out and, and he would interact with people in very extraordinary ways. Hmm? He carried a flute with him and he would hit people on the head sometimes with a flute where they would pay obeisances to him and he would crawl on top of them. And uh, and there's, uh, you know, I, I've written about him in my book, I mean it's very, very beautiful what he says about him, that, they, that his t- eyes were always filled with tears. And and seeing his eyes, others would would weep. Hmm. All, all the sattvic above's man, he describes the sattvic above's manifesting continually on his body, 
trembling, changing of color, complexion, weeping, is very, very powerful, very, very compelling. And, and he came to understand in that household that, and I think we mentioned this the other night, that while the, the brother of Kabirash Goswami, whose house it was, was a worshiper of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He didn't have regard for Nityananda Prabhu, who was unorthodox, and who knows what his caste is, and, um, and so forth. Hmm? And so understanding that, intuitively understanding that, uh, Minikathan broke his, broke his flute, hmm? like a sage would break his thread or something like that. And, 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 and he walked out. And Krishnadas Kaviraj walked out as well. So he could understand what, from what the Miniketan Ramdas was not pleased and that this is why. He just intuited this. And so he became homeless. And he walked out. And then in the night, somewhere he slept along the roadside. And and Nintai was very pleased with him. He came with all of his associates. In the dream, chanting Krishna, Krishna, and he describes them. He said, Go to Vrindavan, all your desires will be fulfilled. So that's a very, from all this Aishvarya, he talks about an intimate moment of Nityananda who coming into his life through Miniketan Ramdas and sending him to Vrindavan and so forth. So it's, he balances it out, so to speak, the ontological Aishvarya, majestic verses about his majesty with a very sweet story. I mean, his own personal life of interaction with Nityananda Prabhu. So don't neglect Nityananda Prabhu. He died, what is it? He died, Vine Bhai Radhakrishna, Poitinai. He died, Arutan Thakur, he knows it all. No, that's a different verse different song. Uh, anyway, without you know, without worship of Nidhinanda Prabhu, you cannot understand, you cannot approach Radha and Krishna. Hmm? Uh, in, in fact, Vrindabhanda says, Nidhinanda Prabhu brought Madhuri Rasa to, 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 to opportunity for that to the world, because he brought Gore to the world by way of introducing him to the world. Hmm? When this Ch- Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was teaching his associates to chant the Krishna's name and follow the, the teachings of Krishna, he said, Psh, we'll follow, chant Gornam. Hmm? Bajago Ranga, he said. Bajago Ranga. Kahago Ranga Namare. Yejana Goranga Bajaseyamar Pramre. He said, whoever worships Goranga, whoever chants his name, follows his teaching, that person is purchased by me. Hmm? And people thought, whoa, I want to be purchased by him. <laughs> He's a very compelling uh, person, very compassionate hmm? and powerful spiritually. That's how it all started. The Sampradaya started. There were no books from the Goswamis or anything, just the faith and experience of Nityananda Prabhu and the power of his own person started it. And so his, his, his followers, the daughters of Gopals, 12 cowherd boys from Goloka, who came in, in Gorlila. Gordas Pandit, Udarandatta Thakur, and so forth. Um, uh, they 
opened like little humble preaching centers. The whole focus there was, there was one ritual, Namsen Kirtan. That's all they did, Namsen Kirtan. They had the deities, but the Namsen Kirtan was the one ritual, one spiritual ritual and one social ritual because the social socially the the mercantile community, especially uh, which was ministered to by many Ketan Ramdas at the behest of uh, Nityananda Prabhu, had lost their social position within the society hmm, as Hindus due to nothing, no real fault of their own, but um, just a Balal Sain, the king of the area, uh, some dealings he was not satisfied with. And, uh, um, where this became their faith, so this became their, they couldn't participate in the Varnashram Hindu ritual, right? So this became their ritual, Namsan Kirtan, one ritual, Krishna, Krishna Utsavava, that is what it is. Yagnaisan Kirtan Prayer, Yajantihi Sumedasa, and, uh, oh, what is his name? Kavikarnapur's Guru. Wrote a commentary on Bhagavatam. I can't remember. Um, anyway, he says. No, that's his father. Yeah. Disciple of the Dvaita. Anyway. No, no, no. Um, I, I know the name, but it's, he's not allowing me. To say, he's very humble. He's not allowing me to say it. But he he translated that Yagnai Sankirt in a prayer of Bhagavatam is. Yes, Krishnotsava. The yagya is a festival about Krishna, singing, dancing, chanting. So this was their their um, their preoccupation. They, so they started the whole worship of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Later people wrote about it and philosophized about it, located his ecstasy, as I say, on, on the scriptural map and so on and so forth, and brought some um, Chaitanya Charitamrita was kind of brought the made the was like the Nicene, what is it called, the council within Catholicism where they sorted out what was orthodox, what was not orthodox in the worship of what was, what was orthodox Christianity, so to speak. So what was orthodox Gaudiya Vaishnavas was determined really in um, by Chaitanya Charitamrita and the um, uh, what was the festival of Ketari, Ketari Ground Festival, overseen by Janavamata. There, and then there they established what is what is Gaudi Vaishnavism, as we, as we, so to speak, know it. They're the Orthodox form, because people were worshiping with different ideas of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and so forth. So, at any rate, Vrindavan um, uh, Das, yes, he gives very powerful verses about Nityananda, and then, then segues into into like a confessional section that he says is very is very um, is this akyam guyam akyati prichati he's revealing his heart to the readers his this experience that he had he was later he he, he, he came after the disappearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu disappearance of Nityananda Prabhu but Nityananda Prabhu came to him So, and then in the book, there's many sweet pastimes. But that's, again, that, that emphasis, who is Nityananda Prabhu, should not be misunderstood. 
It's, um, if you look at it carefully, you see, it's almost, um, if you look at the literature carefully, it's almost being repeated as much as Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam. I mean, yes, there's a whole Sandarbha about about this one line of one verse, Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam, is based on the Krishna Sandarbha. Where the whole Krishna Sandarbha is, is, is about that one line. That's true. Um, but in the in the book also, he, he, he also he demonstrates through the supportive literature, uh, Praman, Bhagavatam, and so forth, that the ontological equality, if you will, between Nityananda and or between Balaram and, and Krishna, and in so many instances we've, we've brought up, this is coming up, coming up. It's an, it's an interesting uh, point, and it's not very well understood. But it's, if you, if you get, to, get the point after a while, you see, well, it's quite a bit of emphasis here. We see it in the Bhagavatam. Krishna is himself giving a eulogy in praise of Balaram, but it might be properly understood. Krishnadas is doing it in his Vongo verses. Vrindavandas is doing it. Mahaprabhu is doing it in, in, in the context of the Leela, pointing out that Dinanaprabhu and so forth. Hmm? His importance. Nithai Chand Kijai. He's the, the way to Vrindavan. He cited Arakobe Nithai Chande Karunahoyive Sangsaravasanamor Kabe Tucha. Okay. Hmm. And this is Narutam Thakur singing, of course, but this is illustrated in the life of Krishnadas Kaviraj. Hmm. Just imagine he left home where he would stay, and it did not have to came to him and said, Live in my house, go to Vrindavan, live there, all your desires will be fulfilled. With such confidence, humility and confidence. The difference between confidence and pride. With great confidence, very humbly, he went to Vrindavan and he was celebrated there by the other devotees. Chosen by Madan Mohanji himself, the support of the other leading Vaishnavas at Govindaji, the author of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Krishna's Kaviraj, Kusami, Mashai, Kijai. And of course, he's in Madhurya Rasa. Hmm. He's he's in uh, Manjari Bhav. But see, he has such respect for Nityananda Prabhu. So he shouldn't he shouldn't be neglected in the name of Radhadasyam by any means. Does that help? Yeah. Something else? Yes. Um, the other night, I think I. I used the wrong term, uh, but the basis in the question is, um, I just found it interesting, I guess, I'm trying to get a comment on how when Balaram is with the cowherds, their sakuras, uh, and obviously it's exciting having Balaram with Krishna. And then also on the days when he's not there, it seems like that also excites them. That we can a different way. Well, um, Balaram is the other self, if you will, of of Krishna. So there is an obviously a prominent aspect of Krishna um, that. Um, constitutes his 
uh, romantic sensibilities, which in one sense does not allow him to be fully present all the time mm-hmm. in, in Sakirasa. But uh, there are cowherds, as we know, amongst within Sakirasa there are four divisions. So one of the divisions is those cowherds who are um, have empathetic love for Krishna and Radha, and they, they are capable of empathizing with both of them in terms of their plight, which is basically parakya, and the obstacles to their union and so forth. Obstacles that come from outside, obstacles that come from their own temperaments and, and so forth, and lovers' quarrels and so on. And so they're, 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 they're the friends of Krishna who, whose friendship extends beyond the ordinary realm of friendship, just like you got a bunch of friends and they're playing football, let's say, you know, and then somebody's girlfriend shows up. You know, pointing at her watch. You were supposed to be back. You know, we were. You know, I gotta go. Okay, see you later. You know, and so the side. There's a side of him that okay, we don't have anything to do with that. But then, um, um, Krishna, as some people do in this world, some friends who whose friendship includes the football and includes being an ear for him, what happened and what, how it didn't work out or the problems that came up, and, and he'll empathize, and, and then he'll also hear the, 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 the um, Radha side and so forth, and, and like Subal is, is, is the primary, is the, in all of the brush, there's nobody who is better able to empathize and and work, help work things out for the union of Radha and Krishna. So that's a special kind of friend. So, point being that in, in midday, Krishna makes an excuse to leave the greater group of sakas, the other three divisions of, 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 of uh, French friends, and rendezvous with the gopis and his Priyanarma sakas, and they will, they will go with him. But then, then he, if you will, in terms of his Sakirasa, is fully present, represented in Balaram, who is both the ideal of Sakirasa as the best friend of Krishna, right, and is also the object of love. As because he's Bhagwan, he he is he he, he, he he is the Godhead. So he's the he, he, if you have the object of love is Krishna and Balaram, and now Krishna's in Sakiras. Now Krishna's drifting towards his Madhurya in the prominent way. Then then Balaram becomes the object, fully the object of love. He's not with Krishna as the friend and they're appreciating his his bhava his love for Krishna comes out like in that Pralambasura Leela when Balaram slays 
this um, Perlumba because he thinks, oh goodness, there could be some other demon disguised in the group. And now I'm at a distance because this guy has carried me, this Perlumba, away. And out of concern for Krishna, he slays him and comes right back. And, and it expresses that, and all the cowards are just amazing. His, his love for Krishna, they all have it too, but I mean, they see a beautiful display of that. And um, so, you know, they get him some honey. And, so so when Krishna is absent, and the balance of the cowards are with Balaram, then he is more the object of worship. He's the, the full focus now is the object of worship. Do you understand? When Krishna and Balaram there, he is, but he's also seen. It's, there's more focus on Krishna as the object of worship, and Balaram's focused on that as well, right? So when Krishna's with the Priyanarmasakas and, and Gopis, then Balaram becomes. Somebody answering your question, right? This is what you're asking about. Balaram becomes more than fully the object of worship. So then the pastimes will be will be different, and they'll be worshiping um, Balaram. And you know, after he drinks his honey, they'll drink a little too, hmm? and and uh, fanning him, and uh, and uh, and the Sudam, Sudam, their 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 followers, they'll call them, and and uh, Balaram will be decorated with flowers and fanned and. Uh, they'll take a rest under the tree and uh, you know, have the boys' heads on their lap and there'll be another circle and some of the boys will stand with bows and arrows guarding in case any demons come and so forth. And so Balaram anyway becomes more like the object of worship than he is the ideal worshiper in that context. And that Is kind of the difference. Uh, that was a really beautiful answer, but I was kind of thinking in relation to like Kaliyanila or um, Agasura about him's absent on those days, and like I guess without his Batsalya um, Ras there, it seems that the cowherds are like extra excited. Well, um, I mean, those are two instances. Uh, they're different. The excitement, if you will, during the that you speak of in the Agasura Leela is not relative to Balaram not being there. It's relative to um, the the fact that. Uh, they're going to stay out longer and have their lunch out there. This is the Kumar Leela. This is the end of the Kumar Leela, Sesh Kumar. And so Krishna has become a calf herder. But he can only go out so far and he has to come back and, you know, they got a leash on him, so to speak. So by the force of his bhava for herding and whatnot, then he convinces his mother that we're going to take a, have a picnic and take lunch out. So that's the famous picnic, right? I mean, after that, every day they're taking lunch out and, and so forth, because then he becomes a cowherder, and so he's out all day long. But this is a, this is like the first time they're going to stay out longer 
and have a picnic and be uninhibited by, you know, Nanda's overseeing the meal, if you will. Um, so it's, you know, it's very, very exciting. Balaram just doesn't happen to be there because of the uh, social circumstances surrounding, again, his, his monthly birthday and relatives from out of town have come. And, um, and so their excitement is not, it doesn't have anything to do with, with Balaram not being there, whereas in the Kaliya there's some excitement in, in stirring within Krishna because he's going out of bounds right now because he's been told by Yasoda and Yasoda's fostered that on, onto Balaram. Don't you're the older brother by eight whole days. Don't, don't let him, you know, go to that Kalia Lake. Whatever you do, because every day he's thinking about that Kalia Lake and how he'd like to, you know, rectify the situation and so forth. And Balaram even tells him, tell, tell Subal, tell Krishna, you know, I can't come out today. Don't go to the Kalia Lake. But he says, okay, I won't go in the lake. <laughs> but you know. He goes, and then the coward boys they're just following him, and they just happen to come out. You know, they're not. They're they're they're. Um, maybe there's some excitement extended from Krishna's excitement, and Balaram's not there, so they're going to protect him. But um, uh, those are just a couple of different uh, occasions. I think that the um, on a regular basis, the absence of Balaram. Mm-hmm. Or the presence of Balaram, I should say, without Krishna, in a greater circle of cowards, is a is a daily affair. When Krishna goes for midday pastimes, which are exclusive um, feature of Gaudiya Sampradaya, Gaudiya insight, little Leela, midday pastimes. Um, the difference then, I I've pointed that out. It's it's significant. There are other older boys, too, with regards to... There are other surits who have some vatsalya also. So it's not just Balaram, but, I mean, he speaks a little louder because Yisoda's always on his case. Don't let Krishna misbehave. Yes? Yeah, sure. I mean, sure. Maybe not at that particular time, but there are times when they worship Balaram. I mean, even we see it in the Pogandalila when Krishna gives the eulogy. Krishna himself is giving the eulogy, and everyone's, hey, Balaram, (laughs) celebrating his position and so forth. Sometimes Krishna will take a subordinate position. Uh, I mean, there he is, but also in other instances. Mm-hmm. And um, especially if Balaram gets intoxicated, which he, he, he has a penchant for that. Mm-hmm. And then he'll, then he'll lay down, and Krishna will massage his feet and, and so forth. And then he'll say, no, don't do that. And he'll grab him and pull him up on his lap, and then he'll, he'll take rest. And... Coward boys will sleep all around them. And I said, I said, maybe the protector boys and so forth. And the parrots will speak, Oh, Krishna, Harada. Krishna will wake up and think, what, what, What's going on? 
Then Balaram will, will wake up with his drunkenness and insist that we should go swimming in the Jamuna. And then he'll plunge in and behave as an intoxicated person and they have to turn to Krishna, how are we going to deal with him? And so forth. And then he, then he, then he, he comes down, so to speak, and he realizes that he's behaved in, he's a little, in, in unorthodox ways and he's embarrassed by that. Balaram will be embarrassed. And then he'll say, Krishna, don't tell, don't tell Mother Yasoda that I acted like this. You know? And then street on. And he says, no, no, we won't, we won't speak. But watch out for him. Mother Mongol says, I have to tell the truth. I'm a Brahmin. <laughs> you can't ask me to lie if I'm asked. So, so Balaram would take him and tie him up to, to, a, to a tree and make, make him promise not to, not to tell. Hmm. Then Krishna would say, what was going on over there? You? What happened to you? He says, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. There was a, there was a goddess in, inside the tree. And Balaram wanted me to marry her, so he tied, tied a knot, and, but it didn't work out. <laughs> now I'll never marry again. <laughs> Something like that. So, Balaram Jikijai, Dauji Gopal Kijai, Gaur Nathananda Kijai, Gaur Bhaktivinda Kijai, Gaur Premanandi Kijai. Guru Maharaj.